Welcome back. It's another episode of the Hotful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that if you can finish it within one hour, you get a free t-shirt. <laughs> Did you yeah. say Hoffel Service? It's the Hoffel Service Podcast. That's right. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what he said. Yep. I did. I was like, I got it's you guys, it's me. I'm your uh, I'm your host, Matt Doima, uh, with special co-host today. That's Joe Cocazello. Ah. For a second, I thought your dentures had fallen out a little bit. Yep, they did. Huffle. <laughs> Huffle. Um, we've got uh, audio producer and step-in third mic today. It's me, Jalen Russell. Uh, and you guys, um, we already know why we're making aw- we're making awful history today. Um, uh, it's because I can't pronounce awful. That's right. I can't. Even, I don't even know. I can't even say the name of my own podcast. We're I think what, it's time to change that name. We're yeah. sixty some episodes. Well, you know what? It's appropriate that we called it the Hoffel Service Podcast. You guys, I think. I think I know why. It's because uh, our guest today from the Hoffcast. You guys, we've got Nicholas Hoff on the podcast. Yay. Welcome, Nick. Hey, Welcome, thanks for Nick. having me. It's good to be yeah. here on the Hoffel Service. The Hoffel Service Podcast. Yes. We have been looking for some sponsorship, Nick. So if you want us to change the name, we could talk after the show. I'm not know. married to it by any means. Yeah. <laughs> not married to it? You'd be able to change it? Yeah. A couple of bucks? A couple of bucks? Move it? Yep. It's like they or, sponsor like a football cheap. stadium. That's what I need. I need to just start handing out T-shirts with my website on it and just have people that are going on TV just wear it. Here you go. You need to wear a shirt anyway. Right? <laughs> Like in the line at the Ellen DeGeneres show, like just giving people T-shirts, like see how many people you can get to wear your. I don't know if you want Ellen hawking your stuff right now. No, no, no. no. People still (laughs) love her, but she got in so much garbage for being a mean person that I had heard about before that all came out. So I kind of tend to believe it. Now she has COVID. So, you know, two two reasons you don't want to be on there. Yeah, her fall from grace was quick. It was like in the last year, and then all of a sudden, everyone doesn't like Ellen. Well, first she, uh, she sits next to Bush Se- or Bush Junior at a football game, and within a year, COVID. within a year, she got like COVID. her whole yeah. career just went downhill. It was it was within one year of her taking getting that photo of her and Shelby <laughs> be being buds. Yeah, yeah she, she had built up a lot of like lesbian karma. Like uh, the whole <laughs> left was on her side, and then she sat next to Bush. And they're like, "You no longer get your lesbian street cred." Well, you know, uh, if uh, if there's any place that to quarantine, she bought uh, Dennis Miller's old <gasps> giant mansion. So that's hey, that's a pretty good place to quarantine. You could still play like hockey inside and shit. I assume, like, clear out the giant table. Let's fucking yeah. do. Did you see how much she paid for that house? Yeah, ridiculous money. Was it that like all came from fifty six million dollars or something like that? Middle aged house midwives, Midwestern midwives paid for that. Oh, but how did Dennis Miller have that? Like, I realize he was very famous, but fifty six million. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, it wasn't worth fifty six when he bought it. You know, like sure. it was. He probably bought it from like Robert <laughs> on, Downey man. Jr. It was like Robert Downey Jr.'s guest house. Like guest Fine. mansion, 
<laughs> you got that all from that weekend update money. That's all it was. Uh, guess, but we're not here to talk about comics fall from grace. No, this is this is the, this is the awful service podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about working customer service jobs and the stories there within. Uh, the very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former job's filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. All right, Nick, uh, you know, you can kind of start wherever you want to. Uh, and, uh, you know, you don't have to go through all of them, but just whatever, whatever one's going to stick out in your mind and some of the stories there. Uh, my work history? Yeah. Started. Very first job was my parents didn't have a babysitter. And so my dad owned a gas station. And so he would, it was like, not bring your son to work day, but he would have to bring me just because there was no other place to put me. And mm -hmm. he would force me to bag ice. You know how like gas stations sell bagged ice? Mm hmm. So he would force me to bag ice and pay me 10 cents a bag. And these bags are humongous. They like weigh as much as I do. So I could only bag like free in an hour. And he's paying me 30 cents an hour. And then so at the end of the like three hours that I was there, he would give me my 90 cents and I would turn around and buy like a candy bar, which he then in turn made a profit from selling it to me. <laughs> so... He would just hand me the 90 cents that he knew I was going to spend at his store. He had the best gig of all time, and they didn't have to pay a babysitter. <laughs> so that was my entrance. That was selling your realize... soul to the company's store right there. <laughs> I had no idea that gas stations bagged their own ice. Oh, the good ones do. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that ice machine was his favorite part in the whole store because it's like once you buy the ice machine which what let me okay let's say it's two thousand dollars or something now it's just pure profit because that's like barely any water and you're bagging your own ice and people are buying that ice for three dollars like that was his favorite thing i feel like every time he walked into that store he kissed that ice machine more than he kissed me for sure <laughs> he was playing catch on the front lawn with the ice machine yeah <laughs> he's out there the ice machine couldn't even throw it back but he's like that's okay i still love you more he just loved it. He loved that ice machine. You just keep churning that ice, bad boy. Here's there's, the, there's, there's photos in the family album, like him and the ice machine at like the boardwalk, like cotton candy on the Ferris wheel. Yep. <laughs> yep. At the baseball game. It's like, when did you guys go to Disneyland? I just see, <laughs> seen these pictures prop up around the house. Like, who is that? <laughs> you know who that is. That's your big brother. <laughs> That's and your, more. <laughs> Why can't you be more like your big brother? <laughs> you're sitting here costing me money. Um, so that was a, my. I was just that imagining was my the ears, the, the get the getting the, the Disney ears onto the eye. Like I didn't know they made them that size. <laughs> right, right. Well, the uh, yeah, size. the uh, dresser from um, Beauty and the Beast was based around when that ice machine went to Disneyland. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the cartoonists was walking by and being like, "I can see it." I can see it. Just a big armoire. It's a nice machine, but I'll, I'll put my own creative spin on it and it'll be an armoire. Um, so that was that was it first. And then you guys are from the Midwest. Do you guys do tassel up there? 
Oh, detassel. Yeah, detasseling corn. Do you have yep. detasseling? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, summer, yeah. you looked around. Did you ever have to do it, Matt? No, I'm from uh, I'm from uh, I'm from woods country, not not farm country. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, in the Midwest, they have this thing for kids. I think once you turn, it's young. Like it's like seven or eight. I think people start. Yeah, is that about fourth grade, third grade, about somewhere that, in there? Yep. That's. So you can start detasseling, which means it's the top of corn, like the little sprig that comes out of the top of the corn. You just poop, pop that out. And uh, so you'd walk around. And in the beginning of the season, it's pretty easy because you're taller than the corn because it hasn't grown yet. But then halfway in, this thing is just huge. And you're just walking through spider webs. Like early morning dew, you get corn rash, which is where the like leaves lick your neck and it just cuts into you, just slowly decapitating children oh, in the Midwest. <laughs> and you could go out and do it and they would pay you minimum wage. And uh, you'd go out there. And I remember the very first time I did it, you leave before sunrise and and your mom hands you a little bagged lunch that you get to eat. And that's the only thing you look forward to. And uh, she handed me a plum on my way out. She's like, here, eat this plum and here's your bagged lunch. Now go catch the bus to to your field job as an eight-year-old. Go ahead. And I ate the plum and it must not have been washed or something. I got food poisoning so hard from that plum. So my first day on the job in this child slave labor camp out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> I am barfing in the, in the middle of this field and have this high schooler behind me going, you missed a few, like as I'm yakking out in the middle and I'm throwing, I probably threw up probably seven times from the start of the field to the end of the field. And this guy, this a-hole behind me just keeps yelling, keep moving, keep picking. You know, he just wants to get it done so he can get home to his girlfriend. And yet I'm, I'm just hurling nonstop. I get to the end of the field and there's this nice teacher there. And he's like, you're not sick. All you need is to eat something you need to eat. I'm like, I don't want to eat anything. I feel like garbage. He's like, here, eat a cookie. You need a cookie. Get your blood sugar. I ate the cookie. I threw up the cookie all over my shoes. And so now I'm just shaking. You know how when you throw up way too many times mm -hmm. and your body just is like, I don't like today. And you're shaking shaking out of control. So I'm just this little eight-year-old shaking at the end of a cornfield with corn rash, probably spiders crawling all over me. And I was like, send me back to my dad's ice bagging uh, <laughs> torture wheel. Let, send me back there. So Did you get candy. I, what's that? Yeah, I mean, you get candy, candy at the end. That, that's a kick-ass day. I was, I was, you know, cursing my dad for making me bag this, you know, 20-pound bag of ice. But looking back, it was not that bad, you know. It's air-conditioned in there. No corn rash? No corn boring. That's a thing. Do you well, guys know about If you guys don't know, corn okay, boring. so when you get a little older then in detasseling, by the way, this little throw-up thing did not save me from going to work the next day. My parents are like, no, 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 you still go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> once again, I think just cheap babysitting. Just mm. send him out there, and then we'll just jack half of his salary when he comes back. Um, <laughs> so corn boring. So when you get a little older, and now you're detasseling, and you see like your friends in junior high and stuff, and at that point we had Walkman. So everybody had their little Walkman, so you could listen to your own uh, your own music as you were going. So it was an upgrade, but you'd be responsible for four rows. So you're kind of weaving, you're a little taller, so you're weaving beyond four rows, like pop, 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 and then just keep walking. And so you are at least, I don't know what a you know, corn row is, you know, two feet maybe. So you're responsible for eight feet across. And then the next guy over is going to be 12 feet over because he's, you know, he's four rows over plus two. 
Um, and then when your friends knew that you weren't paying attention, like you got a little too into your music, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they would disappear. And when you weren't looking, they would come just completely like full speed ahead, run into you and just slam you across the roads. <laughs> and it was called corn boring somebody. <laughs> That's why, <laughs> dude, it was so much fun and horrible at the same time. Oh, I my mean, God. Oh, you're picturing <laughs> this, and this is how, uh, was this just a, was this just a, a, a like, a because I, I, I've never heard of this up here. It, 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 like, none of these things I've heard the- of. Joe, it was the inspiration for Children of the Corn. (laughs) It's just Children of the Corn was started out as a comedy. The first the first script was a comedy and they they kind of switched it. The second, the third, you know, it would be really hilarious if everyone was killed. Wouldn't that be <laughs> just, just? Oh, that's not as funny. I guess it'll be a dark comedy. Don't worry. Yeah, they'll just, get it. They'll do get 120 it. minutes of corn boring. By the way, I, I'm just boring. assuming people die in Children of the Corn. I've never seen it. Uh, I, neither have I. I assume there's a lot of corn. Yeah, Matt. It's a. Uh, I yeah. It's been years. They have like it, the it, pale it's had to be hair, over right? 20 years since I've seen the original Children well, of the like Corn. There's like a child standing in the corn holding like the same it's thing like, that the, like a, it's like the it, death guy holds, it, right? It's yeah, Scythe. Uh, Scythe. I think yeah, it, Scythe. It's just kind of a weird allegory for living in like Middle America. Oh, yeah. I was children are going to kill movie. you in a corn. No, <laughs> I mean it's the same. There's lots of death, and it involves a cornfield. It's just based around my childhood, just less mm. less ignorance and, and uh, uh, less ice machines, the, less ice okay. machines. But that's just like Field of Dreams, mm-hmm. less baseball, more yeah, less baseball, more um, more 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 corn cults. Yeah, I, I, I had no idea what it was about. I, I don't this, watch scary movies. Do you know is why? Is this something that Nick I can look up on YouTube? Corn boarding, corn boring, boring, boring. Bore. Is this something that I can look up on YouTube I, and just watch like fucking thirty minutes of just kids just just railing? It just would not surprise me now. With, and, you know, you, the, you got your iPod out there. You, you people got their cell phones, so they don't have the huge Walkman sitting on their belt. So they've got room for like a you know a little camera, a little body cam action. Some this GoPro. is so great. It would be awesome. Jalen's on it. He's gonna find corn boring. If it I, all I find is a is a the European corn borer. It's a bug. Um, <laughs> Bores yeah, into okay. corn. Not could it have gone by different names? Nick could have could it, it have been. Uh, I'm sure every little sect. Uh, I'm sure if you ask kids in Iowa or South Dakota, they've got a different name for it. Uh, and I'm sure called, there's a sect of porn out there yes. that's yeah. <laughs> that deals with this. Joe, Joe, I believe I believe in Lady I believe in Minnesota. Giant corn board. <laughs> Joe, I believe in Minnesota. It's called smear the ear. That's good. Okay, hey, nice play there, Matt. You adjusted it for the times, but kept mm-hmm. it relevant. Wow, and and danced and danced right around that. Uh, that right was a close. It. That you no, tippy toed. Hey, you line know, right there, Joe. How many times do those lines not? They don't. Oh, they yeah. don't land. So that's. I, I. I just. I'll take that. I'll take that as my my one. Right. Mark it up <laughs> uh, on the big board. So when when you weren't <laughs> yeah, when you weren't uh, so when you weren't getting getting uh, attacked uh, gang attacked uh, stomped into the uh, the corn crypts. Um, Hold on, Matt. Before we move on, I, I, one more question, Nick, about this corn boring. Were you okay. more of a corn boree or a borer? Did you get boreed a bunch, or did you, were you a, a vengeance? Must be mine. Like I was more of a. So I was a little guy. So I was more of like a. And so I had my head on a swivel. Like I didn't want to be the guy <laughs> yeah. that got sent thirteen <laughs> rows over. Um, and so I had my head on a swivel. I was watching out, but 
because I was watching, I noticed when people like were all of a sudden, you know, 20, 30 feet ahead. Cause you could tell when somebody was speeding up. Cause they're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to speed up and then duck down. It, it was like, you know, it just all of a sudden things got too quiet, but most of us had our little headphones and we we're like informer, you know, whatever we were listening to walking through the <laughs> reads. And then, so I'd noticed when people would disappear and then I was like, Oh, oh, Dave's about to get crushed <laughs> on each side of him. And I just, so I'd be plucking and just kind of watching the whole time. <laughs> just, and then you just see somebody's hat just go flying up in the air like they just graduated high school. <laughs> like a flock of crows take off. And like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, you know, every third uh, strip of Calvin and Hobbes where like Calvin just gets home and Hobbes just absolutely <laughs> annihilates him coming through the door and his shoes are left there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's what I picked. <laughs> that's exactly so sorry, what it looked like. Matt, we can move on to more jobs, but that I just no, couldn't no, get that was good. I could that was not good. That was, that, was, that was good to know. And actually, it's very evocative. Now, I'm also picturing he's just like, okay, so the birds haven't been disturbed in the field. I haven't seen a, I haven't <laughs> seen a pheasant or a quail run by in a while. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It's like, it's too Nick, you have, you have your headphones. You have those shitty with the foam headphones on, like the 19. Yeah. Yeah. The foam and just that strip of metal that goes up, that grabs your hair. Every time you take them off, you have them on, but you're not playing anything. So it's like the decoy headphones. Cause you're like, I'm going to, I'm not getting jacked. And you just hear the birds get quiet. Like it's like that part of Jurassic park or some shit. Like it's, yeah, <laughs> we all had our starter jackets on, so we're just like <laughs> swishing through the corn. <laughs> Which was your starter team? Uh, mine was the Denver Nuggets. Ooh, and, and was I think, it the old school with the yeah. rainbow? Yeah, old school logo. That's and hot. Tell me, it's still in your basement, parents' it's basement not, closet. I don't know oh. where it is. I don't know where that bad boy. But everybody growing up in Nebraska, everybody had the Husker one. You know, a lot of people had the Broncos or like uh, the Niners were huge at that time. A lot of people had the Niners. Um, but I, so I was like, yeah, let me get something that nobody else has. I'm going uh, Denver Nuggets. Nice. Were you a Nuggets fan or were you no. just like in it for nope. the, you were like, this is hot. I was just like, I, I like the look of it. I like the colors. And I was like, nobody else has this one. So that I want to be, I want to be different. That's dope. True story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my best friends about 10 years ago decided to go to every Savers, Goodwill, anything to buy starter jackets because he was convinced they were going to make a comeback. How do you do? Um, he now has a trunk full of starter jackets. I'll buy all of them. Dude, I'll buy they them. are going to make a comeback. They're going to make a comeback. He's got <laughs> they're they're back. You can sell them in New back. York yeah. right now for like, no. uh, like Buku. I shouldn't even be saying this on the radio. No, this is uh, no, nobody buys starter jackets. They're like beanie babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right. he's got a trunk full of them. So he just drives around like, hey, anybody? Uh... <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> I just. He's at the, in the parking lot of a football game, like at the stadium. Like, hey, what's my? Uh, I got a starter jacket. I got a start. They're like, do you mean got, drugs? And they're like, no, bull- I have these starter jackets. <laughs> I got some hot oh, Chicago no Bulls oh, jackets. For, forget it. Forget it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. People had the Bulls too. Bulls I thought were you big. Meant drugs. Or the, uh, what was it? The Charlotte Hornets was a huge one too. That was, that was I think hot, I had one when it was like a little baby. Oh, Alonzo Morning. It was a hot jacket, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So when you weren't, when you weren't a child of the corn, Nick, where, where, where did you go from there? <laughs> Okay, so my first real job, like, you know, actual place, um, Kmart. Ooh. Cool. Kmart. Dang. D- Blue light uh, down at the end of the mall. 
just had to get a job, turned 16, so had to go do something. And Kmart hired me. And um, I was a good employee, with, except for the fact I didn't want to be there. That was, <laughs> that was the only thing. That, <laughs> that tiny little nugget of a fact that you <laughs> just model I, employee didn't want to be there, but I was good. I was good with the customers. I was very nice. You know, I, I did everything efficiently and quickly, but anytime things got a little slow, I was like, you guys want me to leave? It's pretty slow. <laughs> like every, like one day early on, they let me go home. They're like, it's too slow. We don't need an extra checker. Why don't you go? And then like every time I worked after that, if I had any lull, like I could have just checked out 10 people in a row and be like, I don't know, slowing down. You guys want me to take off or what? <laughs> Black Friday, more like blah Friday. Am I right, guys? Let's get out of here. Dude, It like they would have secret shoppers come through. And I was always great, but it was like you could tell when it was them because they were a little too attentive with what you were. And they're just yep. like, you could tell they felt like they had a secret. Have you yes. ever seen somebody that they're oh, like, yeah. I know what yep. I'm doing. Like, this stuff isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> like they're buying too much random stuff. You're like, nobody buys this together. They're yeah. asking a, real a lot person. of weird questions, especially yeah. at a checkout counter, like that that no one ever is asking. The I used clerk to at the I used to work counter. at a Whole Foods and they like I had this couple and they always use the same couples. The same couples always do it, so it's just like taller man and the shorter woman and they would come in and go yeah could you tell me what a uh, conventional farming produce is I go yes yeah, you, you know they just ask you very specific questions can you yeah, tell me what conventional farming produce is? yeah so, so yeah so conventional farming uses uh uh chemicals on there and pesticides that don't like wash away so organic farming still uses those pesticides like pesticides but not the same ones it's been they like will they use ones that I've will wash fired. away. Yeah. So I, I would like assume it's been many years since I've been fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was for not knowing the difference, but you yeah, finally snapped on this couple. Shopper. You're like, Jesus, this is the fifth time this week. You know their name from their credit card. Come on, Darren, Betty. You're going to ask me, oh, what? hey, you guys. They walked up and you were like, what are you going to ask me about conventional farming again? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, all right, you're fired. You're go. Conventional Come farming, on, you have a bunch of kids in a field and they bore each other. They knock each other over in the fields. <laughs> we subject children to chemicals. Labor. I didn't even think about the fact that certainly those fields had been sprayed. Oh, like, yeah. Right. <laughs> and we're the first ones just getting all the spray off in the morning dew. It's like liquefied <laughs> into our eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's that was half of corn rash, <laughs> right? Right. They told you, was, oh, that's from the, the corn leaves. cuts you, and then it that's penetrates the, the chemicals. And they're like, into the- well, I don't know if we should have sent the plane over that field yesterday. <laughs> These kids are all. <laughs> There's a helicopter flying overhead while you're fucking doing it, right? Why does he have to be crop dusting us while <laughs> oh we're in the field? I didn't send the kids out during. Just double booked. During- you come out with an extra arm, and they're just like, "Well, he'll be more efficient now." <laughs> I yeah, your three arms would detassel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were hoping for. Yeah. Oh, um, Nick, half of your body is sponsored oh, by Monsanto. Oh, oh. <laughs> Monsanto? Monsanto. I don't get yeah. it. Monsanto. Uh, yeah, they're, they're the chemical they're, company. Or they're like they're, they're the ones who owned all of those crops patents. Oh, okay. You guys know a lot about crops and, <laughs> and chemicals. We know a lot. We about don't a know about corn boring. Amount, then, yeah, corn, yeah, corn boring is not a. 
Allow me to enlighten you. Um, and Kmart, it was okay, but it, it was super boring. I was like, yeah, you know, you check people out as they were coming down. And then uh, like when it got slow, you had to face the shelves. That was the big thing. Like make sure everything's facing outward. Cause at Kmart, our customers expect the best. I'm like, really, really? Aren't we a step down from Walmart here? Like this is it's like, <laughs> Hey, North Korean grocery town store is too small for a target. Right. Everybody knows it goes Target, uh, Shopco, Walmart, Pomida. Kmart. Oh, wait, what's between them? Pomida somewhere in there. Pomida. That must be a Minnesota thing. That was a, it was no a weird. It was, you about. only found them in towns that weren't big enough for a Shopco. OK. Well, so like, just, just the and Shopco is a small town thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it a town of 5000? They got a Pomida. Okay. They don't even get a Kmart. Okay. It might actually well, be that, a step below it came. The Kmart was above blue. like Mills Fleet Farm. You guys, have <laughs> they don't, those they don't have that down. Nick, they, did they you ever? Have... Did you ever get a quick changer at your Kmart? Quick changer? No. What quick is that? There. So they're they're people who like. Oh, man, it's it's so interesting. But they're trying to they're trying to uh, win one over on you by like, hey, I got this hundred. Can you give me change for a hundred? And while you're counting out the change for that, they're like they're keep trying to like pass bills back and forth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, like a I've customer who tries industry. to confuse the cash register kid yeah. by giving him a bunch of things. Now, I think I was smarter than all the customers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. This is Kmart. I am pretty sure. By the way, I have no problem bashing Kmart because I'm not allowed to work there ever again. Ooh. Not allowed. This is... And not allowed. That's that's how I was. Uh, that's how you I allowed ended. into the Kmart. You just can't work there. I can go in. Okay. But they said uh, <laughs> my name is flagged in the system for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Have you ever tried on a like, Windows I mean, ninety five? No, I should. I should. If the one in our town hadn't closed down like the piece of garbage that it was, <laughs> <laughs> then I would go down there because I'm going to be here for a couple weeks. I'd go down and just pick for funsies. Up a, yeah, yeah. I I should totally try that when I get back out to California. <laughs> Um, and see if it comes up. I'll end up getting hired. I'll be like, damn it, now I'm working here again. <laughs> You're back hawking blue light specials, Nick. Son of a gun. Okay, well, the blue light is the reason I'm gone. Oh, the blue light is the reason. Okay, Do so tell. we put shoes on blue light special. There was this you know, like shoe that was on there, and I'm working a register, and this lady comes up to me. Didn't know who this lady was. She comes up to me and she goes, hey, I, I, uh, I, I want this shoe, but I, she brought me up two of the exact same shoe, but different sizes. One was blue light, one wasn't. And she goes, I want this shoe, but I want the blue light price. I don't know why it's not blue light priced, but I, this is my size. And I said, okay, let me check with my manager. So I went to my manager and uh, and she, you know, I explained the situation. She goes, go ahead and give them the blue light price on the shoe they want. Yeah, makes sense. It's what we usually do. Okay, but you have to fill out a special form and like run it through the register when you do that. Okay, here's the reason. Here's the old price. Here's the new price. Run it through it. Print something out on it. Boom. A couple of weeks later, I get called into like the head manager's office, <laughs> like right oh. before my shift. Right, I'm like I'm going to clock in. He's like Nick, I need to talk to you. Come in here. Mm-hmm. Go in there, and he shows right. me the slip. Right What's before up? the shift that, that you didn't want to be at in the first place. I, I had no desire to be right. there. I just had to go. <laughs> and uh, and he goes, let me, and he pulls out the slip. He goes, hey, 
I want to ask you about this transaction. Do you remember this, the blue light? And I said, yeah, I remember that. And he goes, why did you give them the blue light special price on that shoe? And I said, oh, because I was there and I asked, I don't want to use her name because she still lives here in town. <laughs> but uh, Betty. Yeah, well, let's call her Betty. What if that were a real name? <laughs> like, let's I just call happened her. to nail it out of, the, <laughs> out of all of the names. Name. I would have gone with it. Yes, let's call her Betty. And... Um, and uh, I said, I went to her and she said to give him the price. And he said, well, I asked Betty and she said she told you not to give them the price. <gasps> and I said, well, Betty's a liar. She lied to you <laughs> to save her skin over $3 or whatever the hell we're talking about here. And, and he goes, well, she said she told you not to do it. And I said, and then he got real kind of sending with me. He goes, do you know why we sell things at a certain price? It's so that we make a profit. And if we don't sell them at a higher price, and I go, yes, I know the reason. Like I'm 16 years old. I, I, yes, of course, I know the reason you sell them at a price, you chuck nut. And <laughs> I don't know why I said chuck nut. Chuck nut. <laughs> uh, and he is goes, that another, is that another term? That, for no, there in the is, Chuck Nutt has never been said in the history of mankind. Actually, that's what they call it in Missouri, Nick. <laughs> that's, listen, we don't appreciate you, you being so nuts. flippant with our specialty language over here in Mizzou. <laughs> um, yeah, so he got real shitty with me. And so I gave it right back to him. I was like, no, nah, don't talk to me like that, dude. Of course I know that. She's lying. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I did what she told me. Why would I do something else? This isn't like some scheme I'm working to like work here when I don't want to just to save one person $3 over the course of six months. This yep. isn't my plan. And he goes, well, make sure you don't do it again. Now you can put on your you know, apron or whatever and get back out there. And I go, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to work for a liar or someone that calls me a liar. And he goes, so you're putting in your two weeks notice. I said, you can have two weeks, but I'm not showing up during those two weeks if you schedule me. And he goes, you realize that means you can never, ever work at a Kmart again. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> and I just oh, left. No. Right. I was like, oh, darling. And so that was it. I left. Never been, uh, never worked at a Kmart again. And apparently I'm not allowed to, but I, I think it would be an interesting, uh, interesting thing to go and try. Yeah. You should get one of those, like the bow tie camera, like the, the spy cam and like, <laughs> you know, wear it in for your, isn't interview. that going to be a little bit of like just showing up in a bow tie. Isn't that like, I'm obviously wearing a wire, like a oversized cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> In like either, you never in see either. a mob movie with a guy with like a huge lapel and a flower <laughs> hanging out. And they're like, are you wearing a wire? He's like, no. Can you talk into my Daisy? You're a little overdressed for a, a cashier interview there, Nick. <laughs> well, I just came from a podcast, so. Uh. <laughs> phone here. <laughs> I brought well, you this you plant. <laughs> uh, could we just make sure it's twisted this way a little bit more? Okay. It'd be hilarious if they made a modern day mafia movie where the guy like is like asking the mob <laughs> boss, hey, will you do my podcast? I think you'd be a fascinating interview. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. We'll edit all of this stuff out. We'll edit all this stuff yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Anything you didn't want me to leave in, I'll cut it out. Oh. Just, <laughs> off just an hour and a half of blank air. Oh, my right. gosh. They say crying is good for you. It, like every week, I just cry a little bit on this podcast of just tears of joy. This is just good. a hoot and a <laughs> fucking half, Nick. Uh, hoot we, and a half. Did you, did you it's, work? It's real Chuck Nuts. 
<laughs> it's chuck nuts. nuts as fuck bro <laughs> um when when you worked at the did you have a little caesars at your kmart yes as a matter of fact that's where i spent most of my lunches if i wasn't eating denty more beef stew for 97 cents and heating it up in the employee workspace oh. then i was getting those breadsticks down there from little caesars I fully saved a franchise uh so where, where did you go after after the the mart oh, okay so that was that was high school and um and then uh, my next job was at, after my freshman year of college. I came home, spent the summer in my hometown. And I uh, I slept in the basement. Okay, that's where my room was with my parents. And and uh, my dad came home like like the first Monday I was back. I came home on a Saturday or something from my freshman year, and he came down on Monday at seven thirty a.m. and like woke me from uh, like whatever binge drinking that I had been doing the night before he woke me and he said, Hey, time to get up and do something. Got to, got to, you know, got to be a functioning part of society. I said, okay. And then he came home for lunch and I'm still asleep. <laughs> He's like, what, what are you doing? I said, you got to do something. Okay. And then he would come home for dinner and I'd be playing video games or something with my friends. And so that happened. And then they got to about Wednesday and Wednesday at lunch when I was still asleep, he said, now you have to get a job. You must get a job. You've got to go get out of the house. Go get a job. So they're like, all right. And I treated it like, like uh, George Costanza treated like the work office where he just had to apply. Like as long as you could show, you could still collect unemployment as long as you yep. had shown yep. that you applied for work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'll just go to the mall. There, you know, at this time, there were still probably 40 stores in the mall. Just pick up a couple applications that'll appease him. Okay. So I'm just, you know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just walking through the mall and I get down to the food court and I see a help wanted sign uh, for a place called BB's chicken. And, and I go up there and I was like, Hey, can I see you need somebody? Can I pick up an application? The guy goes, well, we work with like, you know, chicken carcasses back here. Like, and sometimes you have to like pop the kidney out you know, of the thighs with your thumb that, that bother you. And I said, no, I, you know, I grew up, I'm a hunter. Like it doesn't bother me. We clean our own birds. He goes, all right, we'll come back and I'll show you how to do it. I was like, what? And I didn't even have to apply or anything. I just got the job right it, it, there. It was a one question. It was a one question interview. Are you all right? Popping out that kidney. That was it. He was just sick of working the register at his own shop. And he brought me back there, showed me how to clean the chicken. And, and like, I was hired right there on the spot. So not wanting a job all of a sudden now, first place I go to, I got a job. Now I'm working at a chicken joint in the food court. And they paid you a dime for every kidney that you popped. I know I wasn't making good money. I know I wasn't making good money, and I ate so much chicken. <laughs> I ate so much chicken that summer. Was this a chain, or was this a guy no, named BB? It was, no, it, his name didn't start with a B. It didn't end with a B. I can't remember it now, but I never got the explanation to why BB's chicken. Oh, <laughs> you know that's what? How it we shot the chickens with a BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> I go out there and I hunt on the farm uh, every he plays time. The, he plays the blues for his chickens in the coop. <laughs> Duh. You know what? It's it had something to do with the fact that they broasted the chicken. He was oh. real excited that they didn't like fry it. They broasted it. They had these big tin things that you'd put the special oil into and broast it, like cooked it with pressure. You mean those pressure bombs? That's that's exactly what it was. So we did that, and the chicken was good. 
Problem was, it seems we're like right... a dangerous store to have in a food court of a mall run by a 16-year-old that didn't want the job really in the first place. Again. Well, at this point, I'm 18 oh, yeah. or 19. Yeah, 19. Yeah, I, you know, and He's so... responsible. Yeah, you can have I'm that. a responsible adult, but I was working with a kid who was a high school kid, so yeah, it was, it was not a great place. But, uh, and I thought the chicken was really good, except the problem was we were right next door to the Chinese food place. Like the one counter over was the Chinese food place. So we just have a line in front of our chicken thing going to the Chinese place. Like people couldn't even get to our register because there was a line in front of it for the Imperial Garden. And uh, you guys have yeah. turf war? No, no, I got along with those guys. I got along with those guys. You know, usually at the end of the shift, at the end of the day, like we'd be tearing down or something and we'd have a couple of things. They'd Those guys would throw, like trade me egg rolls for a couple of chicken wings. So it wasn't, it wasn't a bad gig, except you'd smell like chicken all day. And you and get some beef it. and broccoli for some breasts. I get it. Beef and broccoli for some. Yeah, that one didn't play as well. I know. See, it's like yeah, I said, they don't always land. They don't always land. The other one was so good, though. I'll let that one pass, Matt. The other one was so good. You know what? We got it. We made more. We made more awful history because uh, the the guests let it pass. Do you guys? That's uh, that's that's noteworthy. Yeah, that never happens. That doesn't happen. No, no. Usually, <laughs> usually the guests just for the rest of the episode, just like, why do you have the show again? Oh, well, a bunch I of turkeys. Know. Minnesota, they're, they're real mean comics up here. A bunch um, of chuck nuts, if you ask. Me. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't <laughs> describe they, them better. They thought I was corn boring. Um, <laughs> yeah, but B O R I N G. Yes. Uh, so you're working at the chicken place. You're you're, you're 18. You're you're making more than enough to make a candy bar. Yeah. Living your life. Living yeah. in a basement. Independent. So, but that was the that was the last job I had where I was paid hourly. And I realized something about myself. I hate being paid hourly because I do the math inside my head mm-hmm. of what <laughs> things cost in terms of time at work. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do every time. Like even when I was working at Kmart or BB's chicken, like I knew how much I was getting paid per hour. Like, so let's say I was getting paid $8 an hour. Then all of a sudden, if I order something from little Caesars that costs you know, four dollars. I'm like, that just cost me a half hour at that stupid register. Was that worth a half hour of my time? No, it wasn't. <laughs> so I was sense. comparing everything I was spending to hours at work. You see, but that goes back to your first job, Nick, because you thought about it. Mm-hmm. That was that was uh, that was three <laughs> hours of work to get a Zagnut bar. <laughs> you think I was buying yeah, a Zagnut? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 what I do you mean, Kansas Twinbing? What, what was I? The most unique kid in Nebraska? <laughs> Just like, I'll have the Zagnut, please. Well, you did have the Nugget starter jacket, so we yeah. thought you. <laughs> You think I'm going to pass up big league chew or a pack of baseball cards to get a Zagnut? Okay, so that pack of baseball cards, you're sitting there going like, okay, this is is three hours of ice bagging to get this. So that's where it started. Yeah, how many bags of ice for that Little Caesars pizza? Right. Oh, geez, I would have been there a long time. (laughs) But I was little, so I wouldn't have had to eat so much. (laughs) You know, Zagnut, that's the second time I've ever heard somebody say Zagnut, and the other one is from The Great Outdoors, John Candy and... uh, Oh yeah, you guys watch that movie? That's oh, yes. I think that takes place in Minnesota or something. Uh, close, enough. probably like I think Illinois. Well, they came from Chicago, yeah, yeah. But I think they came up to like Minnesota, and he's feeding the bears, and he's like, "Let's get him a little closer." That, he yeah. starts throwing candy yeah. bars at him, and he's like, "Nice segnet." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you and John Candy are the only people I've ever heard that say that. That's the only time I think I will ever be compared to John Candy in my whole career, but I'll take no, it. No, you'll probably die soon. It'll happen. That's all. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> and don't worry, Matt. We'll keep the podcast going it, like past you. Fair enough. What? Thank you. I, 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 it keeps me up at night. In your memory. Yeah. We'll do like a laser light show in the corner of a Zoom that has like a Matt, Matt Doima. Just like, with like one good like, pun and like three bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, you said you didn't know anything about puns, the show, Nick. Or- <laughs> You've been telling me. You've been educating me. There you go. All right. So after that, that's when you decided you're, you're like, I'm done with this whole this rigmarole. Oh, yeah. Wait, did, did BB's chicken get dad off your back with having the job? Yeah, yeah, he okay. was happy. He was okay. like satisfied. Okay, you're going, you're doing something. So I, I would work, you know, several days a week at this chicken joint. But they didn't several have days breakfast. a week. You had a very busy. When it got when it got quiet at the chicken joint, did one of your coworkers tackle you? No, no, there was no fear of that. There's no chicken. But boring. we would write things on the sign, you know, like we had like the deals of the of the day sign, and I would always put something gross on there, like you can't beat our meat, you know, whatever yeah. it was, just to make the like girls at the popcorn shop laugh. That's all I was trying to do. <laughs> um, but that was the last time I had a job that was uh, that was paid per hour. After it that, work? it was all salary. What's up? Did it work? Did you get one of the popcorn shop girls? No, no, I was dating a gal at the time. So oh, okay, I, uh, all right, okay, all right. Yeah, sorry, I just uh, wanted laughter. That's all I ever yeah, yeah. wanted. That's why I became a comedian. And and these jobs, job <laughs> well, these jobs are the reason I became a comedian because I just like I I did not want to work hard at something I didn't want to do. I wanted to work hard at something that I cared about. Like I read in high school, I read uh, Sam Walton's uh, biography. With uh, he's the guy that started Walmart, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I was reading, I was fascinated by this guy's life and how hard he worked and all that stuff. And I mean, even today, if you look at you know the richest people in America, his six kids are like six of the twentieth richest Americans. Like that's how well Walmart did and still does. That his six kids individually mm. are some of the richest people in the world. And I look at that and I look at his life and I think, you know, would you want to start, would I have wanted to start Walmart? And I always think, sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't it? Like I do, I would be the worst store owner of all time. Like somebody would come in to buy something. I'd be like, please, please don't buy that. Because you know what that means? That means I got to, I got to rebuy it from the distributor. I have to restock the shelf. Like, you know how much work you're causing me right now? (laughs) Patronizing my store. That's the way I would see customers. I would look at them with disdain and (laughs) hatred at how much work they... Now, okay. Oh, oh, we're busy? Great. Now I have to hire somebody. Son of a bitch. Now I got to do payroll. Now I got to interview somebody. Now I got to possibly fire somebody. You know how much work? Guys, please don't come in. Please. <laughs> My life is so much easier if you just don't come in here. That's what I like about jokes. You can't take them from me. I can recycle them. I can use them over and over again. Nice. <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't know how you guys look at that. I most people look at a job where they have like a set salary and it gives them comfort. Like, oh, I know where my next paycheck's coming from. I've always looked at that as terrifying. Like, oh, that's my limit. <laughs> that's my that's my limit like but here uh, you know i can have kind of ignorance is bliss like oh yeah i probably shouldn't have spent that money but i could always book another gig you know maybe 
maybe the club will pay me more next time. Like there's this ignorance that I love to live in where I just have no ceiling on a possible, you know, earnings. Booking gigs is like bagging ice. Each, each gig you book is like bagging a thing of ice. So you just, well, this just went back to your first job, Nick. <laughs> Except like, for, but now you could get more than just a candy bar, a Zagnut, if you will. Right. Yeah. Get some free dream tickets. <laughs> Except for I got three kids, so it's still going back to candy. Now you're buying, yeah. And now I'm just buying them candy. I don't even now, get to eat it. No, don't get them into big league chew, even if they're in baseball, because it's fun. But it literally, that was like candy cigarettes, but they never banned it. It's still around. I bought it when I was playing in my softball league last year. I'm surprised that Jalen hasn't pulled that up on the internet. Uh, hey. <laughs> Which, hey, if you check the Edina paper, there's an awesome picture of me sliding headfirst into stealing second base. Yeah, Amazing. I've seen that oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but it was uh, like, um, yeah, I, I'd have the big league chew. And I'm like, I'm surprised as a kid, I didn't graduate into the gateway of actually just packing the. But you didn't. You didn't. You went from big league chew to not, not tobacco, right? Just regular cigarettes. Just regular cigarettes. Because I'm like a cool kid. <laughs> James Dean. <laughs> I actually saw a off. bubblegum cigar the other day. Oh yeah. And yeah, that was, for, I didn't know they still made those. I was, I, I was taken back. I was at a runnings, which I believe is, uh, you know, I that, thought they that, only made them for like, it's a boy or it's a girl. They just had it at a candy section at a hardware store. Yeah. Just those sticks of gum that are either blue or pink, but they had the, they had the ring on it too, and like it was designed to look like an actual cigar. It was, but they didn't call it a candy, a bubblegum cigar. They called it a bubblegum stick. But everything else about it just screamed, "This is a cigar." The, listen, the there must a be kid. a market for them. I think I think the four of us can go into business here together, and and you guys will have to restock the shelves because I don't want to do that. <laughs> but enough. I'll be the idea man. We could just do like heroin needle, like uh, heroin needle, like uh, sour patch. Yeah, kids. like. Things like that. <laughs> Some candy joints. Yeah. Yeah. Just crack pipe, just like full of dip sticks or whatever. Yeah. They the are. dip stick is, yeah. <laughs> the fun stick crack pipe. No, the dip stick would be the, would be the mock cocaine. Just doing lines, just oh, the lines of yeah, sugar. Yeah. Those are the, what? They're not called dip sticks. What are they called? Pixie sticks. Oh, yeah. 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 Pixie sticks were the cocaine of our generation. We just put it, we just put it on, we put a bunch of it on a mirror. We're gonna start free. And there's a straw, candy. but then they suck it I, up instead of putting it in their nose. I, now there were <laughs> kids that I knew that were friends of mine that put the pick. There was dares to who could. Yes. Per, and it, and I have. Hey, if if all your friends jumped off a bridge, like if you were in the third <laughs> grade, you know what I mean. You probably fucking. Are you just trying to admit that you snorted a pixie stick when I, you were not younger? Not the whole thing. I was a pussy. Couldn't take that. But I like just a little, like a little bump. I did a little. I, I put a little here on. You the, did a key uh, ring. Yeah, I did, a, yeah, key I did, ring. I did a key bump, and, and key bump. I didn't have. Yeah, we didn't have keys. Like it's. <laughs> Joe had a little nail. Yeah, I just did, yeah, just I put a little between my forefinger and my thumb, and I just like toot toot, like it's, <laughs> uh, and that shit burns. Like it's. I believe it's not meant it's to very be up much there. Burns. It's not a thing that you want to put, but that was a thing. Like it, and I'm sure now if you look on the stick. It's like, please do not put this. Do, do not put twice sticks up your nose. This is a dangerous. <laughs> this is not cocaine. Go get real cocaine, kids. Dude, this is far that, too dangerous. But at the same time, that's not bad. Putting a little pixie stick up your nose is not bad. To what? Kids are eating fucking Tide Pods now. <laughs> 
Joe, I don't know if they still are. Joe, I thought it was more amazing because it wasn't <laughs> the small ones. It was one of those jumbo pixie sticks that came in like the big plastic straw. Right, right. You graduate right. to that, Matt. You don't start there. You work your way up to that. That's when you that's you're when doing you an all problem. night binge session. <laughs> yeah, you, you. I just imagine Joe's tasting the pixie stick with his mouth first. He's like just rubbing it the the the, the sugar against his gums. Like oh, this is the good yeah. stuff. I you got a what? jumbo one of those, and I had seven. Care Bear VHSs. So I just binge watched Care Bear VHSs. I stayed up all night, did a jumbo pixie stick. <laughs> you ready to do the Care Bear stare in the morning? Joseph, yeah, the Care that's what Bear I was doing stare. When mom came down, I was just fucking... Joe, something you said there reminded me of a horrible joke I used to have. Uh, it was the. Um, you said, oh, oh, if your friends jump off a bridge, are you going to, too? So I used to do, at the end of each year, I used to, on one show, tell my worst jokes of the year. Mm-hmm. Like I would just have my, I put them all together <laughs> in like a it. joke book. And I'd say, here are the ones that are just God awful. And I do them all in one show. And by about like minute two of that show, people are enjoying just because of how bad they are. And I, it reminded me of when I told on there, it was about, so is that friends jump off a bridge. Or are you going to, too? And it was, it, it must be impossible for lemmings to tell their kids to teach their kids <laughs> How to not succumb to peer pressure? They're like, what if, if if Carl jumps off a cliff? Are you going to? No, mom. Of course, yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Such a stupid joke. <laughs> but I still think it has merit. Um, no, I like it. Uh, and I re- so, okay. I realize I told a lie that that uh, BB's chicken wasn't my last uh, hourly job because I went back to work for my dad this time at the register of <laughs> uncle Neil's country convenience store. Shout out. And yeah, there, well, he's uncle Neil's like we're, what's everything it? you wanted <laughs> for uncle <laughs> Neil's country convenience <laughs> store. Was that seriously the, was that, I, was, you think I just came up with that? Of course. That's <laughs> been no way. Wait, do they do that played on radio? radio? Wait, what is that? Yeah, on? What, yeah it, that was radio. That was local radio right there. Hell and yeah, working at a gas station, by the way, is a crazy deal. Cause you're in there alone. Okay, so and you don't think the average person doesn't think about this, but what happens when that guy in there has to go poop? Okay, and he doesn't oh, yeah. have the yeah. be back in five minutes sign. You you what, prep you the toilet. No, oh, no, 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 can't no, do that. No. Uncle Neil would have your head. My dad would be pissed. Why is this store locked? We're still open. So you had to prep the toilet. Wait, like is it your you, dad's convenience store or is it yeah. Uncle Neil's? Or is it Uncle Neil, Neil a figment of character? No, no, he's like he's an alligator. Neil. He's the Rax alligator. No, he's real. Uncle Neil. It was just based off of his nephew's uh, perception of him. Yeah. It was like the neighborhood kids would call him Uncle Neil. I don't know why, but that they he named it that. And so if you have to go to the bathroom and you're in there alone, you have to wait for like a slow time. Then you go in and you like prep the toilet. Like, here's what I have to do to get the toilet ready to present my ass upon it. Like, uh, Matt, you're looking at yeah, me weird no, right no, now. You guys don't put something it. down no. on the toilet. Like, whether it's toilet a, ready. They yeah, I put down, the toilet. Yeah. I do the wipe down. I put toilet paper on it. You've mm. seen who's been going in and out of there all day. Yes, you it's not. The toilet. It's not the highest. Of <laughs> no. The people that have because they have to go. No. This isn't like <laughs> uh, I should probably go before I hit the road. It's not those people that plan no, ahead. This is like oh god, <laughs> and and you can get anywhere in our town in seven minutes. So you couldn't even make it home. This is a oh. nightmare in there. Okay. Like uh, that these was the are the first people draft that of the must. radio a commercial was like Uncle Neil's convenience store. The only thing that's not convenient is our bathroom <laughs> because <laughs> the employees in there. <laughs> um, 
And so, yeah, you have to do that. And I would, I would play the lottery, the scratch lottery by myself when it got slow. <laughs> like I'm in there just buying tickets off of the roll and like scratch. There were times where I lost money at work for the day. Like, yeah, like my net was <laughs> in the red. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my $8 an hour was not covering my gambling addiction. <laughs> so that, You're just looking at so- scratchers like this is, this is, uh, this is 20 minutes. Well, you'd see somebody come in there and buy five of the same scratcher and scratch it right there in front of you, and they're all losers, and then they'd leave. You're like, well, the next one's a winner. Oh. uh, That's lucky seven's got to be it. And you'd scratch, damn it, and then all of a sudden you're like going through 10 to 15 of them. Um, So you do that, and then you'd have the craziest people come in to gas station and like gas station regulars oh gas station and not just regular like oh that guy comes in here every day but that guy comes in here four times a day mm-hmm. like that guy <laughs> to like refill us we used to have a guy we called uh camo ice guy <laughs> because he would come in and buy the malt liquor camo ice oh but he would never buy more than one at a time and he'd come in like he just got off work he, you know his first one in there was like 5 15 he'd come in there he's got a button-up shirt on he'd buy a camo ice and then he'd leave he's and a 45 drunk. Min- yeah 45 <laughs> minutes later he was the mayor <laughs> he'd come back in and he'd have like one of his buttons unbuttoned and he'd go get another camo ice. <laughs> the tie's <laughs> undone. <laughs> and this would happen four times a night, at least three nights a week. He would come in and never buy more than one. Like, you know, didn't, like, didn't a, plan ahead. like a true addict. Like, this is my last one. This is, this will be it. And by the fourth one, you know, the, by the time he comes in at 1030, we closed at 11. By the time he comes in at 1030, he comes sauntering in. The shirt is completely unbuttoned, completely yep. open. And he's getting his fourth one of the night. He's sitting there. You're just like, wait, you know, we sell them by the six pack. I don't know what you're doing here. Camo ice guy. I never learned his name. He was just camo ice guy. And all the people that worked at the store knew exactly who we were. Was it bare chest or did you, I'm picturing like a really stained wife beater. Nope. Bare chest, bare chest, like unflattering flab coming in, just letting it, letting letting it it all hang out. Not like, not like super overweight, but like he's got the, he's got the, he's got that camo ice belly. Yeah. He's not showing up. He's not, you know, showing up with the six pack abs. But at the same time, imagine if he bought the six pack, because then he wouldn't put in all that back and forth to the gas station. Oh, you think he was, to, uh, he was he, working that he pedometer? Would, he would have been huge if he didn't get his steps in. <laughs> that, might that's be right. what he was worried about. Yeah, he right. was keeping it, or he was just liver. drinking those singles literally behind Uncle Neil's <laughs> convenience store. At like, it's you like, know, I never looked to see where carton. he went after he exited the building. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible he was a uh, alley dweller. Oh, <laughs> he's just a professional alley dweller with that suit. Or maybe it's just like his wife wasn't having it, and he, if he only had one in his hand or in the fridge at any given moment, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he's he not was keeping track. Maybe he was doing the thing that you did when you were your dad made you get a job and the wife made him go out and get a job. And he would just go and slowly he would spend all day getting he'd go to the mall, get two applications and then come over and slowly drink 
Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I thought, I thought you were trying to imply that he was trying to get a job at the Uncle Neil's. <laughs> and he's, I don't know what to tell you. I'm putting in a lot of FaceTime over there. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's wasting, <laughs> yeah, he's wasting the day away until it's time to go home for dinner. So he like can a, say he put a day of trying like to get a, comic a job. comic hanging out at a comedy club. He's like, <laughs> I hang out there just in case they need somebody. <laughs> if the guy ever has to use the toilet, I'm there, man. <laughs> he he prepped it. He had it all ready to go. He had the seat thing down. <laughs> We're going to take a quick uh, commercial uh, interruption. Um, we'll be right back with some more Awful Service podcast. Casey and Joe have a podcast. This podcast is Joke Quest 200. Their comedian friends join them every week to help search for the perfect joke. Here's a taste of Joke Quest 200. If you like the taste, Make sure to subscribe to it on your favorite podcasting app. If you sit backwards on a toilet and use the tank as a table to get your marijuana ready, you can pack two bowls at once. <laughs> I'm a hipster, but only when it comes to marching bands. <laughs> There's more? Uh, yeah. I'm like, hey, I liked this band before it was shaped like a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday at 2 p.m. on my street, there was a man who was drunk, shirtless, waving a samurai sword and yelling, I am the Antichrist. All I remember thinking is shit. I can't go outside now. Aaron will just think I'm copying this guy. <laughs> Nature is amazing. I can tell it's time to do the dishes because I'll get fruit flies. And I can tell it's time to do the laundry because I'll get fruit of the loom flies. <laughs> think I'd feel better about eating meat if I got if I got it through hunting. It'd be more ethical than how I get it now. Banging street fenders for free hot dogs. <laughs> it sucks that my friend has to change his wedding because of stupid people being afraid of COVID. He can no longer release 200 Chinese bats in the venue during Here Comes the Bride. <laughs> Uh, someone told me uh, you can make wine out of any fruit, uh, but I tried making wine out of uh, pineapple, and fuck, stomping on pineapple really hurts. <laughs> I don't like getting haircuts at Great Clips. All four times I've gone, the stylists rest their boobs on my arm. The last time made me super, super uncomfortable because it was a man named Carl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that one got away from me, okay? <laughs> I was if there's anything we've learned today is that you guys don't know how families work. They have to switch, though, the conductors, when they switch. So you wait. You wait, you wait for the, them out so there. You, you gotta wait, yeah. You're, you, you're the conductor, you yeah. motherfucker. But you gotta make sure hey, you... nice know. neon vest! <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. cattle yeah. prod them. It's like, bullshit. <laughs> Subscribe today to Joke Quest 200. Speaking of being a comic, Nick, you, you've also been a, a touring comic for a while, correct? Yep. So, like, you, you've also been on the other side. You've been the customer. In, do you have any stories, like, when, when you've been on the road, whether it's, like, dealing with, uh, like, uh, you know, like a, a weird hotel or restaurant or any of those experiences or truck stops? Well, it's weird how so many people assume that like um like especially when you just start doing the road it's you know you don't say no to gigs no. and uh, oftentimes the accommodations aren't 
what they should be. And people know it, but they just deal. Like I had to stay in a, they called it a condo in Gainesville, Florida, but it was just like, and, and they didn't tell you that there was already somebody living there. They didn't tell you that. Oh, you had a roommate. No, I had a, yeah, yeah. We put you up with a roommate. Somebody that we barely da, da, know. Da, 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 he goes da, da, and buys four Camelices in da, a night. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he <laughs> It was that one more than any accommodation sticks out. Not because it was the worst, but it was just like, yeah, when I like open the door and there's just a dude hanging out <laughs> in the room where you're going to be, you're just like, all right, guy. <laughs> and he was just an average looking dude, but it's, it's just weird. A Clark bar. Was he affiliated with the club at all? No, but he was like, he said he was a drummer that the guy, booker knew. And so he was allowed to stay there as well. Like it was a weird, <laughs> a weird thing. I, it was some piano bar in Gainesville, Florida. The, the show was okay. But then the like I flew into Tampa from LA to Tampa and then got in a rental car and drove up there and elected not to shower before the show because this bathroom was just in such disarray. It was so gross. There was like a layer of film everywhere from the drummer, you know, whatever he had been doing in there. And they didn't have curtains. They had like blankets hung up with forks jabbed into the wall to hang forks. them up. Like forks. They were like metal forks jabbed into not, the blanket. Not tacks, that, not nails, not screws. No, no oh. forks. If you, and if you wanted else, a fork, you had to pull out. <laughs> Welcome to Gainesville. <laughs> it was. Well, you want a fork? I don't know. I was in some weird sect of <laughs> Florida that just. I got off stage and the kid. There was another comic there who was just hanging out watching the show, and he came up and he introduced. Nice kid, but he like we're talking for like five minutes, and then he just goes, "Well, I have AIDS." And then, like, doesn't say anything. He was born with AIDS, but like, we had been talking, and then he just said it like he had just told me he was an Aquarius. Yeah, like, <laughs> to bury the lead, bro. Like, just like I don't. I guess I don't know when you bring up you have AIDS in a conversation. <laughs> like, I guess you don't say hi. My name's Dave. I have AIDS. <laughs> uh, you lead with but, AIDS. I have AIDS. My name is Dave. Yeah, AIDS first, AIDS second. <laughs> Hello, my name is I have AIDS, John. You, you mean you don't give out your sexual history when you meet someone for the first time, Nick? Well, the fact that he said it, like I expect AIDS people to not say it. No, or is or that how we Scarlet should... A? Am I going to get canceled? That's that's what cancels you. That the, the the bar has been lowered quite a bit. Uh, I just figured he wouldn't have said it at all. <laughs> I, yeah. I assume I come across people, you know, over the course of a decade that certainly have AIDS. Yeah. And none of them have said it to me, except for this one kid in Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> who we're talking about comedy, talking about the show. And then all of a sudden I have AIDS, uh, was born with it and, and then move on. <laughs> and then on to the next day. Oh, you you big uh, Jacksonville Jaguars fan? Like, oh, I had so many like, questions. Can we go back to the AIDS thing for a second? Well, that's what I wanted to do. I had so many questions for AIDS Magoo. I thought, you know, I want to figure out what what. First of all, how do you have AIDS? And like, why would you tell me right now? Uh, but he just like moved. I didn't know if you can address it. Like, if somebody has a lazy eye, like you can't be like, what kicked in the head? What happened? Like, you, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I didn't know how I didn't know how to proceed. Or, or or in his head, did he just think like, oh, this guy has AIDS too? So, 
<laughs> of he course. Just, he thought he thought you were in good company. Like, like, so tell me how you got AIDS. Nick, <laughs> Nick you're exactly right. It's like if you, if somebody has hooks for hands, it's very obvious that they have something happened and they have hooks for hands. But until the dude was like, "Yo, by the way, P.S. I have AIDS." Like you had no idea. Would have you could have gone through the whole conversation. Never would have. Right. I, I'm not your doctor. You don't need to disclose things to me. You know, hook hands, probably. He probably wants to address it when you're shaking hands. Like, yeah, wants to be, it's, uh, great white. You know, whatever it happens to be, <laughs> whatever he's going to say to, like, so that when you're shaking hook, you sharks. Know, like, <laughs> they only have to say one word. <laughs> sharks. Just like, <laughs> it's really into Peter Pan as a kid, and I went too far. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> Gators. But the mo- yeah, the moment <laughs> that Florida, you're shaking, it comes across. But I, I had no need to know. Like he, we weren't about to have sex. Maybe that's what he thought. Maybe he's like, we're really getting on here. So I better really tell chat him. me up. <laughs> I should disclose to you um, before we go any further. Before we go back to your condo with the fork stabbed into the wall. So is the drummer there? Can we put a fork curtain? Because the drummer's the one that gave me AIDS, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Use that shower. There's just AIDS in the VO5 bottle. I'm almost positive. (laughs) Use that shower. By the way, you don't want to use the fork that's in the kitchen wall. Oh. <laughs> Don't use that fork. Don't use that fork. <laughs> get the uh, get the fork that's in the foyer. Yeah, that's the that's the good fork. That one that one wasn't it's stabbed inside of me. All um, this all this hook before hand we get to the corn talk, boring. I have AIDS. Zagnet is never going to sponsor this podcast <laughs> after all this. Talk. But maybe Uncle Neil's uh, convenience store will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he weren't retired and the name weren't gone, okay. I'm sure Uncle <laughs> Niels would come in here and I'd be happy to pay all of you to bag the ice. Well, it's chilling, <laughs> Phil. Now, right? Uh, that's what they sold to. Yep. Is that Boy, a you are all over the? Dude, I, I was trying to find. I was trying to find that ad spot. I wanted to play it over, but I couldn't. Track oh, you can't it find the radio ad? No, I couldn't. <laughs> oh, shame. If, Nick, if you could send it to us, we love we love a good I'll, old ad. I'll yeah. see if my uh, if my father has the MP3. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably pull out a vinyl. Here's what it came. It'll, it'll be on an eight-track tape. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You have to put um, your cell phone up to the speaker. Did you have any other stories you wanted to talk about before we move on? Oh, we can move on. All right, cool. Um, so we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about bagging ice and corn boring. No, um, we're also here to battle the scourge that is known as Karens. Oh, uh, sure. Before we continue, Nick, uh, we always like to ask our guests, how, Nick, Nicholas, how would you define a Karen? Um, a lady who follows the rules too far and everyone hates her. And then asks you to uh, take a few bucks off because that th- that shoe was uh, she wanted that as part of the blue light special. No, the lady that. who lied was the Karen in this oh, scenario. I don't uh, I don't hold any ill will to the blue light lady. Well, each and every week we look at different Yelp reviews, tweets, Facebook, um, and sometimes even handwritten notes. And it's a segment that we call the Karen of the week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen! Oh my God, Karen! Oh my God, Karen! Here, on your ball. 
Each and every week, I test my bounds of friendship with comic Rebecca Wilson, who dramatically reenacts different Yelp reviews. And here she is with her uh, Karen of the Week. I ordered the broiled crab cakes, and they were really good. And I called and asked if I could speak to the supervisor. And the girl that answered the phone wanted to know what it was in reference to. And I told her it was regarding the food I ordered. And and she said, what was wrong with it? And I said, nothing. I just wanted to let him or her know that it was good. And then she was like, okay, hold on. Then the manager got on the phone and I thanked him and let him know it was good. And he said, thank you and you welcome, but seemed like he was in a rush. I don't think I will be eating there anymore because if the manager is not nice, then what does that say about the business they are running and the people in it? Uh, what? Wow. <laughs> uh, did we hear where where she was eating? Um it was just at like a like a bar and grill sort of spot. It it, it doesn't the, it, it was just she was just trying to call the compliment but because that she probably called during a dinner rush. He but maybe he just had the you know, it was that Nick Hop style of hourly employee where he really didn't want to fucking be there. And he was literally just waiting for her to leave so he can go, uh, can I leave fucking leave now? Can I? Can I it, it seems dead. I just helped this lady. Hey, we're not overcooking the crab cakes enough. Somebody likes them. Yeah. We're not going to go out of business serving things people enjoy. I like the crab cakes, but now I'm going to have to order more crab. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You have thorn in this guy's side. I, I feel for this dude. <laughs> I know. I really, I like, I don't, uh, I really don't see the problem that this, this is the, the nitpickiness of the, of people these days where you are not, you're not a food critic. Yelp does not make you a food critic or right. a critic of life. Like it's, I like it's fun to read random Yelp reviews. That's a fun thing. That's what I was doing before I knew that there might be uh, core boring videos on YouTube. Just Nebraskans <laughs> just fucking the shit. <laughs> just <laughs> I can't stop thinking about how hilarious. Anyway, I can, I can ask my nephews if they still have it. Uh, I, I'm just wondering, like, what interaction she thought she was going to get. You know, like, hi there. Right. This is great. Thank I loved you. it. Thank you. You've all right. saved Thank our you. business. And then you, you just like oh, you chat know. and you have a good time. Like what? <laughs> she what was looking she for free crab cakes. This is she wanted some free crab cakes there. Yeah. She's looking for sponsorship opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, I really enjoy your product. So I'd be happy to to not pay for eat them. More, yeah, eat more of them and wear like a t-shirt. I talked about it on my podcast. I have about 200 about followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this comic once when I was in line for Ellen gave me a t-shirt to wear. <laughs> so like, I know how sponsorship works, okay? <laughs> you know, it it's too bad that people like this exist because there are places that need to be complained about. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? 
there's plenty of crap out there that people should focus their negative energy toward. Not this place that made a something that you enjoyed, but didn't <laughs> like, you know, pat you on the ass as you gave them praise. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand why somebody would need to bitch about, you know, the red lobster crab cake guy when, <laughs> when there are so many things out there that we need to complain about. Like she I, clearly enjoyed the meal. Right. She clearly enjoyed it. She thought that Did she was say, great. I'm not going back there again. She said she wasn't going to go back there again because the manager just said, okay, cool. Thanks. She didn't even say why I'm not going back there. She said, I'm probably not going to go back there yeah. because if he doesn't care, yeah. then why should I care? Right. And, and which Nick, though, you're right. There should be a Yelp where we could just weed out these dildos, these mm -hmm. chuck nuts, if you will. <laughs> Get, chuck the nuts. Yeah. Did you, if you're not making a T-shirt. Of chuck nuts. <laughs> no, that's a, that we're gonna we're gonna we're, we'll make that we're gonna make that awful <laughs> service awful service awful service yeah, merch. It's, <laughs> it's just a squirrel, and it's yeah. just it's a squirrel holding. It's like doing like one of those like a, Italian mafia, like hey, suck on my fucking butt. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, like the right. the Long Island, chuck the nuts. dude from Long Island, New York. Like hey, you know what you could do? Fucking suck on my nuts. Like it's that's the <laughs> chuck nuts. I'm just amazed that they found a squirrel that looked like you, Joe. No, you know, it's it, it, what did we say? What was the the last one? I've I've been getting a lot of small varmint references the last yeah. few weeks on the podcast. Oh, uh, prairie dog. It was prairie uh, dog. That was on Nate. That was on Nate Holtz episode. We called you a prairie dog. You, I, uh, you got Nick, called a prairie dog? Yeah, yeah by Holtz. like it's it, like it, uh, that was that was a with the energy that I have. It was mm -hmm. uh, the the energy of a because he pops up out of around. nowhere. He might have the plague. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, now I've now I've slid over to squirrel. Yeah, you're, you're so moving up in the evolutionary world. Slowly to honey badger. Squirrel is above prairie dog. I would. No, I, I just would. They don't carry over. The I think it's like kind of similar. It's a lateral like, move. Right. Yeah. It's the prairie dog. <laughs> it's the prairie dog of the city. Mm. It's like <laughs> the prairie dog. Of it's the it's. City. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a city rodent. Yeah, you're yeah. city dog. It's like yeah, it's like it's the prairie dog. Like comes. It's like the Beverly Hillbillies. Like well, honestly, the buddy Epson of prairie Joy. dogs comes in. <laughs> Joe, you're kind of like the pizza rat of this podcast. <laughs> the pizza rat? Is that? Oh, that was that, that that's splinter? a 2018 reference. Uh, uh, oh yes, yeah. yeah the, the 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 rat that was dragging down the New York slice. But that's uh, a, sometimes sometimes Joe. Sometimes we have to ask ourselves why. Like that that bad analogy. We have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? <laughs> we, you know, what we need to do is we need to figure out how we sh we're sharing screens. Oh. I thought things just. You pull what do you what'd you find? Ones? Oh no, oh, pizza rat. I was trying segment. to find the I was trying to find the shoes. The gold that you ones were so are hot, dude. About. Jeremy Lin, it's like these get, are pretty look sick. At this. Look at what he right? Aren't those sick? Those are pretty sick. Those are the ones I want, bro. They are You're totally ripping that so that our listeners can find out what we're talking about. Why yeah. does it say A B? A B. What was that? That um, la that last shoe, it said A dot. Bee. Uh, what is bee. that? A sting bee. like a bee. Oh, okay. oh, sting, sting like, like a, bee. a bee. Okay. Yeah, now, now, but, notice this, I didn't see this sting like upside down Nike that their symbol that they're using. Yeah. The, uh... Dude, this is a what? It's Xtep. It's the name of the company. It's like it really is a. It's it's this company that's out there. They could do whatever they want. Check those. Those are hot. I'm getting. Them. Yeah, they're pretty sick. I'm totally I, rocking yeah. those. Yeah, all in Nick, on Lynn, Nick man. Hoff, wouldn't you rock those on stage? Sure. Those sure. Especially Lynn if ones? they sponsored him. Uh, I'm into it, X Step. 
<laughs> you want to spot some? Yeah, you out. might get your Chinese your own shoe. Wouldn't you like that? From a and Chinese if not, company, then don't do ever bother contacting me again. <laughs> yeah. And much like that, much like me trying to transition to our next Sorry. segment, we have to ask ourselves, <laughs> gee, why did it fail? Because <laughs> I was co-host. Uh, gee, why did it fail, Nick, is a, a segment we do each and every week where we look at different restaurant chains, uh, promotions, menu items, and we ask ourselves, why, why do you think that didn't work out? Okay. Um, we, I for like the last... chicken. Yeah, BB's chicken. <laughs> R.I.P. BB. Uh, <laughs> we've been obsessed with uh, a restaurant on this podcast called Racks. Are, are you familiar with Racks, Nick? No, no, I'm not. Tell me. Okay, about so Racks is like imagine if uh, ro- like Arby's roast beef met the salad bar from Bonanza. Okay. Right. Like they would, tr- they tried all the stuff like that an Arby's would have, but then you also had an all-you-could-eat salad bar that you could make it because it was supposed to be like this classy, different, a uh, little bit more adult fast food theme place. Okay, Rax is like obs- a Arby's. Yeah. It's like the uncle of Arby's that that touched it a couple of times at Christmas in the eighties. Sure, it's like that creepy uncle. Oh, it's been to abused. Arby's. Yeah, well, a little bit. Does this have anything to do with like uh, like those restaurants, you know, in the vein of Hooters or Twin Peaks? No, is racks? No, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Okay. It, it, that's the biggest. Every like we get that one probably once every three episodes, where someone <laughs> will ask us like, "Oh, you mean like it's a it's a breast a restaurant?" And right. uh, no, it's that. not. It was just a fast food chain. Okay. So they they during the eighties and early nineties, uh, for the last few months, we've been we've been focusing on their TV commercials. Because, to put it lightly, they're the, some of the most absurd things that we've ever seen. But like in, in like the 2020 market, it would be so meta that people would like the Rick and Morty fans would totally just be eating this shit up. But it was done in the the seven like the 80s and 90s, so no one like they didn't really get it. Um, they had a spokesman for uh, for Rax who was a cartoon by the name of Mister Delicious. Okay. Uh, we featured different commercials from him before, but basically, they put like Columbo, like spy music behind him, you know, like the the fast paced bongo drum sort of thing, mm-hmm. and then he. It's a very odd matter of fact, and this one from Mister D, as he calls himself, might be the most ridiculous ad they've done yet, and this was the third one. So, Jalen, if you're ready, all right, let's see it. Well, hello, Mr. D again. Our subject, Value Express Combos at the Racks Drive-Thru. These tasty delights are priced in low, even dollar amounts, so there's no change. That's just grand, because Mr. Delicious just had some rather delicate surgery. If there's no change, he doesn't have to squirm so much to put it back in his pocket, now does he? He just grabs his combo and drives ever so slowly over the speed bump. tickety D. <laughs> it is. It is talking about his vasectomy. Gotta yeah. go slow over that speed bump because uh, diggity it, D. My diggity D's are a little. That's somebody's interpretation. It's, it's a vasectomy, but it. I mean, it could be a vasectomy. I mean, it could have been. It was something in his nether regions, or a colonoscopy or something. But okay, nevertheless, surprising for a uh, all-you-can-eat salad buffet. Yeah, or even for even for a drive-through restaurant to evoke that sort of emotion while talking about value meals. I, I, 
or or maybe I'm going out uh, left field here. Maybe this uh, uh, Mr. Delicious is related to the your AIDS culprit. <laughs> it's like we should have never heard about Mr. D's surgeries. And Mr. D like, is the AIDS kid's dad. Right. It's sure. like he's like in the middle of a commercial talking about these great deals and how it's their even prices. And he's like, yeah, I've had 67 surgeries on my penis and scrotum. Right. <laughs> it was a weird thing to drop in there. It was, it was too then, much information. You're absolutely right. Unnecessary information could have been just be like, hey, we've, we've rounded up and down every one of our value meals to the nearest dollar so you don't have to dick with change. But instead he's like, because if I have to dig into my pockets, my balls drop. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've got tender nuts. And if I have to shimmy around too much, I'm not happy at the endless salad bar. Right. By the way, it it doesn't make sense because it's a drive through, but that's the sign at the end said endless salad bar. Oh, that's yeah. that is a big thing of theirs. It's they want you to come hang out. They have atriums with a shit ton of plants Plant in it. Yeah, and so they, they, they have uh, they have everything from uh, from like they had pasta. They had uh, different. They had a salad bar. They had a uh, untoppable potato. Like you could get baked potatoes, where you could like load it up yourself. Uh, they had hot vegetables and our favorite thing while listing it, they don't, they don't specify. They just go, and we have Mexican. And they just they show <laughs> kind of, they just show like some sliced tomatoes and some, some the shredded lettuce meat. and, and some ground beef. <laughs> yeah. So they don't say tacos. It's Mexican. Now, hold on, Jalen. Have we figured out who this uh, ad agency is that was putting out these Mr. D commercials? Because certainly they weren't doing it. They were doing it tongue in cheek. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. If we can, we can send you some of these videos, but they're very in the know about what they're doing and what they're saying. But at the same time, they just put it, they, they sprung it on a market that wasn't expecting this. They were before their time. Yes. Well, like, and you think people it, in the '80s were they, they wanted like they wanted George Costanza talking about a McDLT. If Mister Delicious was the Burger King, if they made this in as, as a in one of the larger, it was because they were ahead of their time. And Rex is meh. Like it's you know what I mean? That like it, it's just a meh place. Yeah. It's well, they should have done their market research because I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I don't mind humor in like a an Energizer commercial or humor in a Visa commercial. Yeah, I don't want hijinks with my food. Yeah. No, <laughs> right? With your right? Two, three and four dollar foods. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it bothers me if like McDonald's or Burger King were to come out like. Put our meat in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Taste the creamy, like whatever. Like I don't need to envision disgusting things when I'm thinking food. Mm. Like right, that just would never have played. Like I like the fact that these guys took a risk. Yeah, the ad guys took a risk, right? And they're like, oh, it's gonna be gross. We're gonna. I mean, one of my favorite parts of that commercial was the like gal that just like turned creepily to the camera and just gave that smile, like, yeah. We just wiped our ass with your bun, like whatever that look was. That she gave a knowing look to the camera, like with the, you don't want to eat this. No. Okay, well, Mister Delicious is talking about his surgeries. So uh, I, I like that they took a risk, but yeah, not with food. No. And Mister D's is out of business now, or uh, racks. Uh, racks. There's is, there's three, there's three locations. They used oh, to have hey. over a thousand. <laughs> oh jeez, they're down to three. Yeah. Yep. Peoria, Illinois, and two in rural Ohio. 
Peoria, Illinois, and where? Uh, like in like out like one's on the outskirts of Cincinnati, and the other one's in some other part of Ohio. And that's it. All right. Well, I know what I'm getting next time I'm in Peoria. <laughs> Not yeah. racks. That's the one that still has the salad bar. <laughs> that's the one you got excited. You sat up. Oh, no, <laughs> <Prairie Dog. laughs> totally. Yeah, after the COVID, we are going to go. Energy right there. We're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go to Iraqs, and our goal is to actually get an interview with the last manager of Iraqs. The way you said that, Matt. We're going to Iraq. We're going to Iraq. <laughs> it's like we're going to do like a, like a military. Yeah, it's like yeah. we're doing a <laughs> we're doing a coup. <laughs> we're doing a comedy show. We're going to uh, take for it the over. troops at the uh, at the Iraqs at the Iraqs. The Peoria Iraqs. We're going to well, those, those employees around? need We'd like help. to do a podcast. Those employees need some entertainment because they know that that's a sinking ship. You know, oh yeah. Some, you know, and some Nick, you're, you're totally that... right. We never thought about that. We never talked about. We've talked about Rax a lot. We've never talked about the ad company pitching yeah. Rax corporate. That's something to look into. Yeah, and that's, how that's hilarious for sure. that meeting. We want to. So, Mr. D, Mr. Delicious. So, playing the bongo drums, okay. Yeah. And now he talks about his his surgeries, his multiple surgeries, and then we yep. have this lady awkwardly turn. And he's going to be wiping his head with some disgusting condom-looking <laughs> rag. That's yeah. what he's going to be doing, like dabbing his forehead with some, ugh, like the thing he used to clean up we from sex from Mrs. D the <laughs> night before. Like whatever he's doing. We don't need to have this. We're animating this. We can do whatever we want. No, he has to he wipe his head. He could be an attractive head. gentleman. <laughs> no, it has to look like it has to look like wish Drew Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Make him look like Drew Carey, but like an aged Drew Carey, like after the we uh, what is the Price is Right has beat him down over the mm. last ten years, as he's had to do the same thing over and over again and staring at the camera when people used to respect him, and now he's just gathering a paycheck. Yep. Um, and and yeah, if he could be leaking from the head, I think mm -hmm. that's appetizing to people as he's yep. talking uh, about the food that's only two and three dollars. I think Can that's talk important. about a uh, invasive surgery. Should, should we cast uh like uh, should we cast an attractive gal to be working the window so people can expect that you know they at least they can trust the person no 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 like, let's get a lady who looks like um she just farted in the elevator and is walking off on the floor like let's let's get her um we're gonna get someone who actually works at a rex you know, somebody like she wasn't a bad looking lady but no, the director must have been like giving her the directions like Okay, now look at the camera as if to say we have bodies here. Like, uh, <laughs> and well, you can what eat happened? Here. Her, her mom gave her a bad plum on the way out, and she's yeah, just yeah. fucking <laughs> shitting herself. <laughs> Imagine your pa parents just sent you out the door for child labor camp, and and you're gonna kill everyone there. We're we'll gonna at go the play smear like the that. ear out in a cornfield, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's been coreboard at the at the drive-thru like 15 times. <laughs> the, no, that was the look I gave when I knew somebody was about to get it. <laughs> Just this little <laughs> She went on to become the best secret shopper ever. I okay, so I did know. find I the ad, know agency. That ad agency. Is. You found yes, the ad agency. I found it. I found it. So All it right. is uh Darcy, Massius, Benton, and Bowles. Are they still uh, aground? No, they went defunct in 2002. Um, they're, so the abbreviation like is uh, DMB and B. So Dave Matthews Band and 
something. Dave Matthews know. Band Band. It's, yeah, it was it's, actually uh, they were a cover band for Dave uh, Matthews. No, it's band. Dave Matthews Band and Breakfast. It's yeah, a band. B&B. <laughs> it's uh, a B&B. Oh my it's god! It's a D&B. That is that is genius. You just wake up to Ansco marching every morning. <laughs> but they had some. They had major. They had major accounts. Um, they had Anheuser Busch, Baskin oh. Robbins, the Blue they Cross did the of California. Coca-Cola, General Motors, Lockheed Martin, Eminem, Mars, MoneyGram, Procter and Gamble. Like they were a for real. Yeah, but but you know what that is? You know what that is? That is the comic equivalent of I opened for Polly Short. Like, oh, you know, yeah. like okay, just because you were there and you <laughs> yeah. did a guest set for yeah. somebody went like that's what that is. Cause these people, like maybe they did a print ad. You know, we did okay, the flyers yeah. we stuck on your car for Coca-Cola or whatever it was. Uh, we printed up some coupons for AT&T. Yeah. We you see that with uh, like local bands will be like, we've shared the stage with Metallica. Yeah. Like, well, okay, you open the small room before they open up the big room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what that is. So they went defunct in 2003. When did this restaurant go from a thousand down to three? Oh, oh through like the, through the 90s. They just started real dropping real quick. Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like these people lost their ass on this Mr. D ads because people weren't wanting head sweat in their salad. Mm-hmm. And you mean and vasectomies don't elicit hunger? I don't understand why. We did a ton of market research. <laughs> we asked I, a lot of guys coming out of their vasectomy if they were hungry. And they I all was really yes. hoping for a big. So it looks like it happened out. in 1984 is when they when they kind of like joined together and they split up in 1986. I was hoping for a big blowout like in 2001 they told like Kramer from Seinfeld like it's totally cool to use whatever words you want on stage and then it's like you know what I mean and then it just became a like they were like that's their big thing they went too far. Yeah. I'm but still no, stuck on failed. DM um, Dave Matthews band, band and Breakfast. That's yeah, still... I love it. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the DM. Jalen, can we buy the website? Dave Matthews Band and Breakfast. <laughs> we can look at it. We should buy the website just so like so that we can like I'll give you my credit card information. No, actually, just send me the thing and I'll do it myself. No, oh, you, I'll like, take your credit like, card information. Yeah, you're gonna like, <laughs> no, send me, like that credit card. The inspiration <laughs> cube from that one religious preacher and like there's, you can, like sign me up for their 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 weekend specials under the table dreaming. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, sign me up for fishing magazines and shit. <laughs> Dude, uh, by the time you guys get this up and running, Dave Matthews Band will be small enough that they will like play during the <laughs> brunch. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's you just start the website and say it's real, make Dave Matthews have you cease and desist, and then buy sell it to him like you know. We can sell or, or we can pour glasses of their wine. There's a they there, sell Dave wine? Matthews. Is, he has he's a vintner as well. He's oh, a vintner. Delightful. Yes. I hope I hope he stops them himself. Because what I what I, when I think about wine, I think about what college rock in the late '90s would taste like, and that's <laughs> that's what I think about. You know, this is this has been a, a, a fun a, a episode, but I think it's time we 86 the podcast. But before we do that, Nick, there's one more segment that we do. Okay. Before we do that, can I just ask Nick? A, I have to know. I know it's been. I asked us a ton of questions because I'm just loving this. It's Nick. I, how is how's the ice machine doing? It, it, like your dad <laughs> paid for it. Obviously, your dad paid for that ice machine to go to college. So I'll I'm go assuming... visit. I'll go visit where it is and see if it's still kicking. He didn't oh. bring it home. He didn't bring oh, it home okay. with him when he retired. 
I assumed it has like, you know, it married the cheerleader from college and like has <laughs> like three kids. He's like the ice machine of Beaver County, Beaver City, Nebraska or some shit. You know, I unfollowed him on Facebook a few years ago because I was sick of his uh, <laughs> posts. You know, he got real political. Oh. And I was just like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Pizzagate. But I know that his name is above mine in my parents' power of attorney. <laughs> like, I know that he is listed. That's important to know. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to know. No, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> just just Ken Moore. And then Nick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they got the. It has the family plot next to your parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they bought grave sites for everybody. They got like a deal, and instead of my name, <laughs> it's just Ice Machine in between my parents. <laughs> well, at least you have the four cornrows right to the east of the uh, the right. The right. They're plot. gonna sprinkle me in the cornfield yeah. right next uh, to my vomit. Oh. Oh, they expected you. Yeah, they expected you to die a corn rash years ago. <laughs> they tried to kill him. They tried to kill him when he was eight. Gave him a poison a plum, but he survived it. <laughs> <laughs> the plum didn't take. trying to kill you. I got <laughs> back that day. They'd already been rehearsing their tears. Like, yeah, well, where's Nicholas? Uh, oh, you you made. Uh, how the hell did he get back home? <laughs> <laughs> they already knew when you were a kid, they dropped you from the wheel and put the ice machine in. So they were like, give him the plum. We'll do the plum thing. We'll do the, the corn ranch thing. We'll pay his friends to core bore him. <laughs> yep. Exactly. They tried. Can't they get tried. rid of me. And you were just resilient as fuck. <laughs> nope. I'm going to be a comedian and <laughs> there will be a pandemic and I will come live with you forever. <laughs> I'm back. I th- they thought that the plastic bags from bagging up the ice was going to take him out early, but they, that didn't take. Right, certainly he's going to put his head inside of one of those. Your dad's going to come downstairs in like two days and be like, get a fucking job. Get a, get a job. job. <laughs> the Kmart's hiring. Yeah, isn't Baby's Chicken still open? Dad, I don't need money. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Look, money. Dad. No, get a job anyway. Get I don't want to see have you in my basement playing video games. <laughs> All right, well, so I think it's time we yeah, 86 the podcast. <laughs> Uh, before we do though, said, let's that's all right. <laughs> the Midwestern cool. goodbye. Yeah, feels no, right. good. Uh, before we do though, uh, Nick, there's one last segment that we do on the podcast, and that's called Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, Nick Hoff, you get to review the podcast. Uh, you can do the podcast as a whole, or you can do us individually. We prefer it out of a five star metric, but that's merely a suggestion. Uh, and whenever you're ready. Okay. Um, well, I've had a good time with you guys. I like the professionalism. We've got we've got audio tech over there that likes to chime in. He's he's looking things up. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. I the rapport was good. There weren't too many like awkward silences. You know, Matt, you only did the one bad pun. As far as <laughs> I, I feel like you went 50-50 on those, which I mean, puns are a risk. It's a risk. You rolled the dice, and I think you you got halfway there. So I'm going to give uh, four out of five stars. I dinged you one uh, because your guest sucks. That, you know, oh. I just taken you one down one peg. I think you guys could have gotten the ice machine. I feel like I feel I like off. you know on Sunday off. he takes the day off uh, for the Sabbath, like and I feel like he was available, but <laughs> you didn't have his email, and so you came with me, and I I, I got to knock you down a peg for that. Fair enough. And Nick, if you could find your uh, your dad's commercial, that would be amazing. We would love yeah. it. I'll we try and see if I can get it. that little jingle and send it in. <laughs> nice. Long time, long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, uh, long time Chuck Nuts, first time caller. <laughs> Nick, how do people follow you? 
follow me. Uh, easiest way, and please do it. You're listening, just stop and just you're already listening on your phone or whatever. Just do it. Just go to nickhoff.com and up at the top, I've got links to everything my podcast, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's the best, easiest way to do it than trying to look it up individually. Just go to nickhoff.com. You can find it. Sure. Anything you want to promote or uh, push people to other than the website? Um, I've got an album out. Um, all, all my shows are listed there. All three of the shows that I'll be doing over the next few months are up there. <laughs> so it, it's tough right now, uh, but I do have some things coming up. So just uh, just go there and I, I let people know when I post funny videos or if I'm going to be on TV or something like that. In the opening for the ice machine. Yeah. Yeah, when I'll be bagging ice again, you guys can come. You're gonna, you know what? You're gonna do it. You're gonna get over the ice machine. You're gonna get back in your parents' good graces. I, I believe the ice machine's gonna like, you know, get all on heroin. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's it, the big league chew is gonna turn some, into <laughs> doing some behind the music with the ice now. machine or what? You have a hard downfall. Nice. Okay, I, I I appreciate that. You're ascending. You're just peaking, and and the ice machine is really yeah. It's going. He's had his day in the sun. He's about to have a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> the have a meltdown. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Nick, end it before we get back to even. End it. We're two for three. Nice. Uh, Joe, how do people follow you? And that is uh, photographizing on Instagram. The, the word photograph I Z I N G because I'm terrible at picking Instagram names. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I just uh, there's some cool fun projects that I've got coming up. Can't talk about yet, but ooh, I'm excited. Keep uh, I don't know. Yeah, I wish I had an awesome convenient thing like a website to where everyone could go. That, that right. we should do that. And uh, sounds like you're on your dude, Nick, it was DMB&B. it was delightful to have you. This is yeah, this and, is fun. Yeah, Jalen. Uh, you can go to my link tree. It's linktree slash Jalen Pena, and I've got links to all my stuff there. All righty. My name is Matt Doyme. You can follow me on Twitter at Chubby Waiter because I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, I am just Matt Doyma on Instagram and Facebook. Um, uh, the only thing I'm going to be pushing people towards other than listening to every episode of the Awful Service podcast several times over uh, would be on the uh, 18th of December. Uh, I Myself and actually uh, Nick as well are going to be on a virtual show that is uh, being uh, done by former guest in front of the show, Dan Bublitz. Yes, we have a huh. He's like, Nick's like, oh shit, that's right. I'm on. I that. forgot I am writing it down. <laughs> I think you're on both nights, actually. Um, yeah, Dan Bullets is doing a holiday uh, comedy Zoom show that'll be on this. Uh, it'll be this. So this is coming on a Tuesday. So that'll be that'll be this Friday, the 18th and the 19th of December. Uh, so tune into that. I'm going to be on uh, the 18th that night. So that's going to be great. Uh, former guest Wendy Mayberry is going to be on there. Uh, uh, current guest Nicholas Hoff will be there. The ice machine's going to be there. It's, you don't want to miss it. It's not doing time, but if it's somebody's really? Zoom fails, it's going to, yeah. It, yeah, it's hoping. <laughs> not on the bill. It's yeah. just you know. sitting. It'll be there. It'll be in the audience. It's going to tell people it has AIDS. You know, whatever. Um, Nick, this has been that, dude. this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you, guys. And as always, um, you know, uh, a smear the ear. Yeah. <laughs> Will do. And have a good night.